0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. And you are listening to episode 163, part four ladies and gentlemen part four all right what i'm going to show you now uh, and we're going to get back to this don't worry we're going to go back to 2020 but i want to show you <coughs> jesus christ <coughs> but i want to show you an article that just came out I think a day or two ago, Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Friday, sent it to me. Uh, And there wasn't anything new in there. I don't think uh, that I hadn't read before. But I decided, let's bring this into the conversation now. Because you see that this gentleman in charge of artificial intelligence at the Rockefeller Foundation in 2020 is telling you, we either are going to have peace and prosperity or dark dystopia. In our future, right? And as I said, Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, the rest of them, this is always what they frame. It's these two options. Like, AI is coming. Some kid in his basement developed it. They always act like it wasn't us that did it. Now you know it was us. Now you know where it came from. The Rockefellers did it. DARPA's involved. We'll show you that. And so they act like it's it's just a thing that occurred. The blob is coming. Either we could make it our best friend or... It's going to eat us alive, right? Well, let me just demonstrate to you, in case there's any of you that still believe that Elon Musk or any of these people are good guys in this, they're here to save us, they're really nice people, they're looking out for our best interest, I give credit to vice.com for writing this. Um, It says, OpenAI is now everything it promised not to be. Corporate, closed source, and for-profit. OpenAI is today unrecognizable with multi-billion dollar deals and corporate partnerships. Will it seek to own its shiny AI future? And the point of this, folks, is they always lie to you. What it was the original story? Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, Sam Altman, and a group of these folks get together, these Marvel superheroes, you know, Tony Stark and captain america and uh the incredible hulk you know they get together and they're going to form this open ai group to make ai accessible to all of us to all the peasants out here and make sure that google google doesn't become the monopoly on ai meanwhile at the same time in 2015 the government through darpa Uh, but then through television, you know, through the paid propagandist puppets, run a very similar game, which is that the United States has to get ahead of Russia and China in artificial intelligence. We have to go out there and be the leaders in artificial intelligence, or they will beat us to it. So in the United States, you have the, the folks that are concerned about monopolies Being tickled, having their heartstrings tug at, by putting the uh, Marvel superheroes together to say they're going to stop Google from being the leaders, then people who pay attention to the wider, the wider story, they're told the United States has to be the leaders so that we could beat Russia and China to it. Just like when you go back to the Operation Paperclip stuff when we brought the Nazis here, not even. uh, Two minutes after World War II supposedly ended, we bring the Nazi scientists here. Why'd we do it? We said, well, we have to beat Russia to the punch. So we have to bring Nazis here to run various elements of our government agencies so that we could beat Russia to it. And then we actually did it before they did it before they did. Uh, as Theodore Kaczynski, the Unabomber, points out, folks, they use nationalism to advance technocracy. It goes on here. It says OpenAI is at the center of a chatbot arms race with the public release of ChatGPT and a multi billion dollar Microsoft partnership, spurring Google and Amazon to rush to implement AI in products. OpenAI has also partnered with Bain to bring machine learning to Coca Cola's operations with plans to expand to other corporate partners. You see, that's the whole race they play between the big corporations, the big tech companies that are really all one in the same. They all have data centers. They're all running the technocracy. So now Microsoft jumps in and they're going to beat Google and Amazon. But Google and Amazon are going to amp up, uh, ramp up their operations and we're going to just start injecting AI into everything. right? So they make it seem like it's this race when in reality they're working together to bring forward technocracy further technocracy and then with ai brings transhumanism along with it and this is where you have this concept of technocratic transhumanism as i call it so it goes on to say there's no question that open ai's generative ai is now big business and i, I told you we were going to do this today but i decided to put the uh, nuts and bolts to the side so we'll eventually talk about generative ai um, maybe I'll get back to that tomorrow. I just wasn't in the mood to do it today. So it says it wasn't always planned to be this way. OpenAI Sam CEO Altman published a blog post last Friday titled "Quote Planning for AGI That's uh, Artificial Generative Intelligence and Beyond." End quote. In this post. Sam Altman declared that his company's artificial general intelligence, human level machine intelligence that is not close to existing and many doubt ever will, will benefit all of humanity and, quote, has the potential to give everyone incredible new capabilities, end quote. Altman uses broad idealistic language to argue that AI development should never be stopped and that the quote future of humanity should be determined by humanity end quote referring to his own company right so they're going to save humanity with artificial intelligence fake intelligence synthetic intelligence that's whole mission is to surpass human intelligence they want to Create this super intelligence to surpass human intelligence and then get to a point called singularity, which really originates with Ray Kurzweil, um, chief engineer at Google. This guy, I I covered him in the first few episodes of the Dust and Gold Standard. Um, And this idea of singularity is when artificial intelligence surpasses that of human intelligence and then humans are forced to merge with the artificial intelligence, and then you bring in this idea of the brain chip, like the Neuralink brain chip or DARPA's brain chip uh, that Ray Kurzweil and others have talked about for many, many years. Uh, on top of it, you have Peter Thiel, um, and I've done a series of shows on him, so I won't go off into a tangent, who's been involved with funding Singularity going back to at least 2006. It goes on to say this blog post and OpenAI's recent actions, all happening at the peak of the ChatGPT hype cycle, is a reminder of how much OpenAI's tone and mission have changed from its founding when it was exclusively a nonprofit. While the firm, has always looked toward a future where AGI exists. It was founded on commitments, including not seeking profits and even freely sharing code it develops, which today are nowhere to be seen. Now, folks, do do people really believe in 2015, December 2015, when this happened, when the group of Marvel superheroes got together and pledged $1 billion and somewhere in there took $12 12 million dollars from darpa from the dod from the government from the military did people really believe that these guys were going to pledge a billion and get nothing in return there is no such thing as philanthropy it's a lie not at this level these people do not throw their money around to get nothing in return peter Thiel does not have the Thiel fellowship all right, which is underneath the, um, uh, the Teal um, Philanthropy. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. Wow, that's weird. My brain doesn't have total recall. Under the Teal Foundation, all right, the Teal Fellowship, where he gives $100,000 to uh, college kids to drop out of college to work on particular projects. We've covered many here, folks. The one where they're trying to get information about women's menstrual cycles, DoNotPay.com, which is the one that is the robot lawyer run by Joshua Browder, the son of Bill Browder. He has uh, Ethereum, right? The guy, Vitalak Buterin, who created Ethereum along with Joseph Lubin. Ethereum is now... The protocol used for central bank digital currency testing uh he's got another one uh seed started a girl who created orchid Biosciences partnered with um, partnered with uh, sergey Brin wife's group twenty three and me where they're focused on you know playing around with replacing DNA strands in human embryos i i mean Peter Thiel then ends up owning a piece of the companies. This is not philanthropy. This is called investing. Investing. And they're investing in the worst kinds of things in technocracy, which is an electronic prison, and transhumanism, which is engineering humanity out of existence. Do people really think when these guys got together that they were going to form some group that was going to develop artificial intelligence and give it to people as a tool to save humanity? When now you know the history of this, coming out of the Rockefeller Foundation, the Rockefellers, you think they're into philanthropy? They are into complete and total control of humanity. That's what they've always been involved with. Monopolizing, centralizing power and control. Folks, when I get back, let's finish this up. This is just a great example. I'm showing you when they offer you the option. You take AI and you will get peace and prosperity or a dark dystopian future. They are telling you, they are bringing dark dystopia to a neighborhood near you. That is all they are offering. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Center right here on TV slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. All right, folks. I hope you can see what lies ahead. Let's continue here at Vice.com. It says OpenAI was founded in 2015 as a nonprofit research organization by Altman, Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, and LinkedIn co-founder Reed Hoffman. Now, LinkedIn is part of Microsoft and it's being injected with OpenAI. Um, it says among other tech leaders, in its founding statement, the company declared its commitment to research, quote, to advance digital intelligence in the way that is most likely to benefit humanity as a whole, unconstrained by a need to generate financial return, end quote. The blog stated that, quote, since our research is free from financial obligations, we can better focus on a positive human impact, end quote, and that all researchers would be encouraged to share, quote, papers, blog posts, or code, and our patents, if any, will be shared with the world, end quote. Does that not sound familiar? To the 19... 55 Dartmouth research summer camp on artificial intelligence. Sounds very similar. We're going to share our notes and everything. Let, let, let's just see. Let's pull this up. Uh, the founding statement for OpenAI. Uh, we're just going to take this. Is just what the heck, right? Let's take a look at the founding statement. I'm on uh, OpenAI And it says, Introducing OpenAI. OpenAI is a nonprofit artificial intelligence research company. Our goal is to advance digital intelligence in the way that is most likely to benefit humanity as a whole, unconstrained by a need to generate financial returns. Since our research is free from financial obligations, we can better focus on positive human impact. It says, OpenAI is a nonprofit artificial intelligence research company. Our goal is to advance digital intelligence. Oh, they're just repeating themselves. I'm not going to read that twice. It says, we believe AI should be an extension of individual human wills and in the spirit of liberty as broadly and evenly distributed as possible. The outcome of this venture is uncertain and the work is difficult, but we believe the goal and the structure are right. We hope this is what matters most to the best in the field. Now, when they came out with this, I remember when this happened back in 2015. To some people, it was new. Artificial intelligence, wow, this is so cool that these guys are working on this. Elon Musk, he's brilliant. Peter Thiel, what a great guy. MAGA guy. He wasn't a MAGA guy yet. He was about to turn into a MAGA guy. All right. People didn't know the backstory that we just went over going back to the 1930s, into the 1950s, Then we're going to get into DARPA, getting involved in the 1960s, and how all this was funded, right? And then once you start to see the full picture, you understand what's going on. These guys were bringing the new training, the stuff that DARPA wanted to do, bringing AI into the modern age, combining all the technologies. That's what open AI was doing. Right, So they put all these oligarchs on there, uh, all these Marvel superheroes, to get everyone's attention. And now we're seeing, in the last couple of months, the introduction of this into the American lexicon, the adoption of the technologies by allowing regular folks to play around with ChatGPT, play around with Dali, play around with these image creators, these co-creators. They're hitting every walk of life with this, so that everyone starts playing around with it. Uh, Let's just look here. It says background. Artificial intelligence has always been a surprising field. In the early days, people thought that solving certain tasks, such as chess, would lead to would lead us to discover human-level intelligence algorithms. However, the solution to each task turned out to be much less general than people were hoping, such as doing a search over a huge number of moves. The past few years have held another flavor of surprise. An AI technique explored for decades, deep learning, started achieving state-of-the-art results in a wide variety of problem domains. In deep learning, rather than hand code a new algorithm for each problem, you design architectures that can twist themselves into a wide range of algorithms based on the data you feed them. This approach has yielded outstanding results on pattern recognition problems such as recognizing objects in images, machine translation and speech recognition but we've also started to see what it might be like for computers to be creative to dream and to experience the world now no one was asking why why back in 1930 why in 1950 why in 1955 why now or why in 2015 are we trying to do this So we see the first suite of products now hitting the market. Okay, I can have ChatGPT or Jasper, similar, but streamlined to writing blog posts or YouTube descriptions or help with search engine optimization. These tools are just tools to help you streamline your productivity when you're interacting inside of the matrix. Right? Because all these jobs are moving into making money in the matrix, now they create streamlined tools to operate in the matrix. It all ties into the original technocracy, Inc. streamlining products and services within the technocracy itself. The technocracy is becoming a world that lives on the so-called Internet, lives within the data center structure that we explained. This will eventually become what is called the metaverse, right? I just saw an ad pop up on Facebook today for Meta's new goggles that you wear to enter into your world inside the metaverse. It's all coming, folks. It's all lining up. But we're looking at this 2015 initial blog post statement by OpenAI. It says, AI systems today have impressive but narrow capabilities. It seems that we'll keep whittling away at their constraints and in the extreme case, they will reach human performance on virtually every intellectual task, right? That's, I mean, they're telling you what they're doing back in 2015. Let me repeat, AI systems today, 2015, have impressive but narrow capabilities. It seems that we'll keep whittling away at their constraints. And in the extreme case, they will reach human performance on virtually every intellectual task. Why? Why would you want to create a machine that can reach human performance? Why are you trying to duplicate the human? Don't we already have too many humans, according to you folks? 7.6 billion. So why would you want to create more now in the form of a computer, in the form of artificial intelligence? It goes on to say it's hard to fathom how much human-level AI could benefit society, and it's equally hard to imagine how much it could damage society if built or used incorrectly. Again, go to 2015. This is open AI. They are telling you. They are warning you. This is revelation of method. I've discussed this with Dan Golbach on the show. They are revealing what the actual outcome is going to be. Again, it says, it is hard to fathom how much human-level AI could benefit society. And it's equally hard to imagine how much it could damage society if built or used incorrectly this would have stopped if these guys were truly philanthropists instead of working on developing ai they would have been calling for an end to it there is no scientist no software engineer no technologist no mathematician that's going to go out there and build this without the funding of the oligarchs the oligarchs and the foundations like the Rockefellers are the bagmen for the state, for the CIA, for DARPA, for government in general. They carry the money, they hand it out, they create the business structure, the laboratories in which these people work, right? They do it through the universities as well. But this stuff does not happen without the funding from the bagmen no one in their basement can build this because they don't have the money to construct supercomputers to run artificial intelligence do you see it's a game folks it's a game they're playing if they thought that it had the possibility of destroying humanity or ushering in a dark dystopia or uh damage to society as a whole they would have called for the end of it if they were true humanists and philanthropists they wouldn't be funding it so you know what their intentions are they're telling you a dark dystopia they're telling you damage society they're telling you a boom that will destroy the world goes on to say open ai and we're going to wrap this up and go back to the vice article and then work our way back to the 2020 piece It says, OpenAI, because of AI's surprising history, it's hard to predict when human-level AI might come within reach. When it does, it'll be important to have a leading research institution which can prioritize a good outcome for all over its own self-interest. Yeah, a good outcome for all over its own self-interest. Give me a break. So they're saying, we're going to build the whole thing. It doesn't exist. We're going to take all the work pre-2015, bring it to fruition and now we're going to be the guys who oversee it and are in control of it this was their pitch to the world in 2015 the marvel superheroes are going to build the thing that can destroy humanity and then uh, we'll see where it goes from there folks and now we're seeing fast forward um eight years later we're seeing all the suite of products Coming out, what it can do, the stuff they let us play with for the adoption campaign. And then we see the partnership of Microsoft, and now it's being injected into all types of software. It's going to be, I mean, I'm telling you, folks, this is used to run smart cities and everything else. Goes on to say, we're hoping to grow OpenAI into such an institution. As a nonprofit, our aim is to build value for everyone rather than shareholders. Researchers will be strongly encouraged to publish their work, whether it's papers, blog posts, or code. Strongly encouraged. Okay, not saying that it will happen. And our patents, if any, will be shared with the world. We'll freely collaborate with others across many institutions and expect to work with companies to research and deploy new technology. So they're telling you up front they're going to work with companies. All the companies that the original founders own. It goes on to say, OpenAI's research director is Isla Sutskever, one of the world experts in machine learning. Our CTO is Greg Brockman, formerly the CTO of Stripe. The group's other fo- Stripe, Peter Thiel. The group's other founding members are world-class research engineers and scientists: Trevor Blackwell, Vicky Chung, Andrew Kaparthy, Dirk Kingma. John Shulman, Pamela Vegada, and Wojciech Zarmida. Peter Abel, Yoshua Bengio, Alan Kay, Sergi Levine, and Vishal Sik are advisors to the group. OpenAI's co-chairs are Sam Altman and Elon Musk. Sam, Greg, Elon, Reed, Hoffman, Jessica, Livingston, Peter Thiel, Amazon Web Services, Info Systems, and Y Combinator Research. I mean, every one of these just CIA uh, operatives are donating to support OpenAI. So Amazon was involved in that, which we didn't see come up in other uh, research. I should have probably went to this first, but in total, these funders have committed $1 billion, although we expect to only spend a tiny fraction of this in the next few years. All right, so this was their big announcement back in 2015. They were already warning you, and if anyone actually believed, the vast majority of people, 99.99%, had no idea this was going on. Unless you're into tech, you probably weren't paying attention to this anyway. But the issue now is that If you're into politics or geopolitics or you're into, I mean, just WWE wrestling politics, you better understand tech because this world is tech. It is a technocracy. It is our culture. It's the shared culture. You as an American, whether you're from middle America, whether you're a cowboy, a truck driver, a butcher, a hunter, a fisherman, or whether you're working on Wall Street, you're an investor, you're a designer, whatever you are, you go across the other side of the world and boom, your connection to someone else you meet, the culture you share is an iPhone or an Android. It's smart technology. That's our shared culture. That's the common culture. It's the world you live in. You will not be able to. I'm not talking if you work in tech or you're a designer and you're not familiar with, the world is tech. You're run by tech. You're overseen by tech. AI is now becoming quickly not only the new government but the new god it is true i mean we reviewed an article the other day that talked about is ai going to replace our connection to the divine i would say the answer is yes i would argue it's yes i would debate people and say yes this is it folks this is it i'll be right back i'm going to return to the vice article to show you what open ai has now become we've talked a little bit about it but let's put it in a structured uh, format by going through the article we'll show you what it's become and then i'm going to go back to this 2020 piece uh, written about the rockefeller's involvement in shaping artificial intelligence coming up to what we're seeing today ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dust gold with the dust of gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold or listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold.